guys uh, here with uh, part three of uh, the college football bowl bets on No Easy Buckets. Um, uh, here with uh, I'm Jacob. Here with Mike. I uh, didn't get to do the NBA Christmas Day. Got busy with family festivities that both of us did, but um, but we're back. Uh, we wanted to get the the next busy week of college football bets in uh, for you because there's a lot of games to make some money on when you're going back to work. You know, got to have something to look forward to. <laughs> exactly. It's a it's a long week ahead, but it's going to be a yeah. wasted week of just sitting there doing nothing, watching TV, and right. I don't know. Most people don't work on the last week of the year, and it's just going to be kind of weird all around. They don't. I mean, because next week you have basically a long weekend as well with New Year's Day being on a Monday. So, you know, most people are just here to if you're even coming into the office. Like a lot of people, I'm not even going into the office this week. Most people aren't. So. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be bleak. You're going to need something to look forward to. You got bowl games during the day, uh, bowl games at night, you know, starting around lunchtime every day. So that's, that's something to look forward to good. So, um, but yeah, so we got a lot of games to do. We're going to try to go through them pretty quick. Um, just to give you the odds, give you the, give you the bet, a uh, little bit, a little bit of uh, outlook or a little bit of a forecast or whatever. And, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the next one or whatever. So we'll, we'll also try to get Mike to, uh, post these and I'll retweet them from no easy buckets as well. So if anybody, uh, misses them going through, cause we probably won't uh, recap them at the end since it's going to be so many. Um, but yeah, Mike, let's jump right into it since, you know, today, no college football games. Had a couple NFL, some NBA, but tomorrow starts back uh, college football. Um, Tuesday, I guess afternoon, one thirty, Utah, West Virginia. Uh, it's uh, Utah is a four and a half point favorite over West Virginia. Um, uh, what do you? Uh, what, what's what? Actually, what is the bowl game? What is this one called? I the Heart it. of Dallas Bowl. Heart of Dallas Bowl. So I'm gonna say that's probably in Dallas. Um. Yeah, so uh, who you got? Utah seven, Utah four and a half. This one moved actually from when we had written these down originally. So uh, moving uh, in uh, Utah's or West Virginia's favor. I've been looking at this, and honestly, we're not doing the spread. We're going to do the total. Oh, West, what's that line? That the line's fifty five and a half. Yeah, on total over under. We're, ta- we're taking the over. Over. Okay. Yeah, yeah Utah's last four out of five have hit over. And then I'm looking at West Virginia. I mean, they play in the Big 12, and they've allowed like a ton of points to a lot of defenses that aren't even that – or offenses that aren't even that strong. Oh, they're allowing they 50 let, yards a game, so that's they not like, very they like, good. They let Kansas drop 34 on them. Wow. Uh, Utah, they've had some pretty strong point point games. I mean, they're, they're double digits yeah. every time, at least in the 20s, 30s. So yeah. – this easy call, overs. Yeah, over over fifty. Would you say fifty six and a half or fifty five? Fifty five and a half. Fifty five and a half. Yeah, that's a relatively low college college game. Um, Will Greer, West Virginia. Uh, you know they they put up points and they give up points. So uh, not a not gonna argue with you on that one. Perfect um, combo. Perfect combo. Um, and next we have <laughs> kind of a little bit of a a, sne- a snoozer here, but uh, Northern Illinois uh, versus Duke. Um, Northern Illinois is a two and a half point underdog in this one. It's the Quick Lane Bowl. The Quick Lane Bowl. I don't, I don't even that's know what Quick Lane is, but exactly, it must be some kind of like uh, gas station or something, or like little convenience store. I feel like that's what it is, but I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so Duke's a two and a half point favorite in this bowl game. Um, 
you know, are you going and uh, are you going with the uh, the spread or the over in this one, or the spread or the over or the total? Well, I was looking at it. Total is forty seven and a half, which is also pretty damn low for yeah college football. These teams uh, don't score a lot. They're say not, what? They're, these teams aren't very high scoring. No, not from their, not from looking at both of their, not their averages this year. I mean, Northern Illinois, they haven't. I mean, they're not playing your top tier teams anyway. Mm-hmm. But the interesting trend is that Northern Illinois five out of the last six have hit the over, and Duke's mm-hmm. nine out of their last ten is touching the under. So I don't really know if I want to touch the totals. I'm going to go yeah. with kind of opposite directions there. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to say Duke's co- Duke's covering this. Okay. So you're going to take Duke uh, minus two and a half? It's actually minus six now. So I'm oh, going to bump really? it up. Yeah, it, that's where the line's going now. So nobody's really probably putting their bets on this game yet. So it's it's running about six, six and a half. So oh, I'm, okay. taking, I'm taking Duke uh, on the six. I was looking at the opening line. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, well so. – well, obviously, you can see where the money's going, and I think it's pretty yeah. true just because I like – I mean, I like what uh, – what's that dude's name? Cutcliffe. Cutcliffe's been there forever. And yeah, he was rumored for that Tennessee job, but he, I think he, he turned him down. He turned him he down. Probably, yeah, the 16th person, person to turn it down, yeah. Yeah, he has a history there. I think he was there with Peyton. But. It's going to be free – it's going to be negative 11 at this game. Oh, my gosh. Something like that. No way. Oh, wait. That's Celsius. Sorry. <laughs> 12 degrees. It's, yeah, because the United, the United States is stubborn and doesn't like to use Celsius. It's still cold as shit, but yeah. Um, yeah. I just think Cutcliffe, he's been there forever. I'm picking the better coach. So. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those where it's not like you've, we've watched these teams all throughout the season. So you're going with a little bit of history here, going where the line's going. Um, you know, I, I would take Duke in this one, too. So the quick lane bowl, Duke minus six or six and a half, whichever your sports book is playing it. Uh, next, we have the Cactus Bowl. Decent name here. I feel like Kansas State just plays in the Cactus Bowl every year for some reason. I just get that feeling. <laughs> but uh, it's Kansas State versus UCLA. Um, Kansas State is a six and a half point favorite in this one. Um, UCLA, there was a little bit of question whether or not Josh Rosen was going to play in this game uh, or prepare for the NFL draft. We've seen a couple players do that over the past week. Um, he, as far as I know, has committed to play. So he will be um, on the field playing for them, which, you know, if they if he wasn't playing, you know, you were taking Kansas State in some capacity here. But um, UCLA is in the in the middle of a coaching change. They have let Jim Mora go and hired Chip Kelly, so they'll be in an interim basis. Um, so take that as you will. Um, what's your take in this game? I think it was a uh, six and a half, uh, six and a half Kansas State right now. Yeah, it is. It's six and a half. Yeah, Kansas State. They're five and seven against the spread. UCLA. They're four and eight against the spread. Both teams are pretty much unreliable at this point from covering the spread. I see that the under, yeah, I think I'm taking UCLA. I actually, no, I'm taking Kansas state yeah. on the minus six and a half. Um, the only reason why I'm doing that is because I think John, John Rosen's Josh. head isn't, 
Josh Rosen. Get your thing of John Rizzer. <laughs> I know. Johnny Bruin. Johnny Bruin. Uh yeah, Josh Rosen. You're you're taking your, I think your, his head his head's in the clouds. He's thinking about draft. So I know he's gonna play, but I don't think he's gonna be focused because he knows overall he's gonna be one of the top top draft choices. Whether it is the Browns or the Giants that's gonna draft him. Yeah. So I think for that reason, Kansas State will cover. Okay, I like that call. I mean, uh, yeah, there has been a lot of uh, extra extra discussion surrounding this bowl game as far as his eligibility or his uh, status. So that could be clouding his memory, or excuse me, clouding his focus, or maybe he comes out and shows out because of that. So, uh, but I'd say probably the lat, you know, the the, the initial one, uh, a little bit of clout. They're, they're not a very good team anyway. UCLA is not that strong of a team this year. I believe they're six and six. Yeah. They've kind of under underperformed uh, defensively and everything, so um, I like uh, Kansas State's a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid take in this one. Bill Snyder just in and out every year, so. And they've played six really tough, good weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they barely lost Oklahoma. They barely lost to West Virginia. And they beat Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State back to back, which are two good teams. Like, yeah, two very good teams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Those were those were those are big wins. Uh, UCLA really hasn't beat anybody of of uh, of much uh, status this year besides Texas A and M, which we know wasn't a very didn't have a very solid season. So, um, so yeah, you're taking uh, Kansas State minus six right now. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, next up we have the Independence Bowl, uh, Shreveport, uh, Shreveport, Alabama, Shreveport. Um, uh, Louisiana, excuse me. Louisiana. Completely forgot yeah. geography there for a second. Don't know why I couldn't get it out. So the Independence Bowl uh, in uh, Shreveport, Southern Miss versus Florida State. Um, kind of a weird matchup here. Um, you know, Southern Miss close to home, cl- somewhat close to home for us. It's, a, it's not a matchup you would have predicted to start the season. Um, I think right now the line is uh, Florida State 17. minus 17. Yeah, which is kind of kind of high i mean i know that the without taking into what happened this season you would think this was a normal line but florida state has had a lot of turnover they didn't play well even under jim Jimbo fisher this year um you know with losing their quarterback uh squeaked out a six and six season they actually didn't have fisher for their last game he's gone to a&m now they're they've hired their new coach willie taggart but you know he's not going to be coaching this game um, 17 to me is a high line for a team that hasn't played well all season versus a team in Southern Miss that's eight and four has played, you know, decent competition with teams like Tennessee and Marshall and things like that beat Marshall their last game of the season. You know, they played Kentucky early on, uh, traditionally, you know, went to double OT with La Tech. They're not a rollover, uh, you know, non-power conference team. Uh, so they have some talent there. They usually uh, come to play. 17 is pretty high. Oh, it's extremely high. That's why we're taking Southern Boom. Miss. Taking the dog. Catching them, 17. They've covered 10 out of the last 14. Yeah. Florida State's been kind of unreliable, as you said. I mean, they just had a shitty year. Right. And it, it sucks that they lost their starting quarterback to start the year. It sucks that Jimbo Fisher's gone. I think that was a much-needed much breakup between the two yeah. anyway. But – I don't think these guys are really motivated to play for anything. And I know Southern Miss has a lot more hype to it just because they kept their coach this year, which I'm surprised stayed. And then um, 
Because Southern Miss lately, I mean, over the past two or three years, they've had revolving coaches just because they've yeah. got they've got some good staff that's they unfortunately they can't get a hold of or keep a hold of. But yeah. um, I like Southern Seventeen. That's pretty yeah. Easy. One of those schools like UCF and Memphis lately who have had really they've uh, really overachieved consistently. I guess maybe it's the norm now. But the coaches, it really is a place for a coach to shine because it's not a historically uh, good place that people are competitive. So. It's kind of a factory. Didn't Southern go winless like three years ago? Couple, I mean, it was it was something like that. Yeah, they were down in the dumps. Not, I mean, it's they haven't been very consistent. You know, the, back till I guess Brett Favre was there. I don't even know if they were good then, but but yeah, I mean, the past three years, I think they've been pretty competitive. Uh, they keep you know adding SEC teams to the schedule to legitimize it. Um, you know, and this is a, a Southern Miss is not known for a, a you know a ruckus crowd or anything like that. But this game, you know, it's it's pretty much in the middle for both of these teams. It's not very far from Hattiesburg, and, and Tallahassee's not too too far down the road either. Those those fans will travel, I guess. Um, you know, even if it's a down year, they'll probably still travel. So, uh, you know, I, I think seventeen is just too many in this game to me. Now, it's Florida State's just not a good enough team to cover seventeen. Uh, you know, I just not going to happen in my opinion. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's a no brainer. Probably put money on this as soon as we get done. <laughs> 17, don't want to, don't want to lose that number. It's even, it's the thing is it's increased from when it opened. I need yeah, to make no, sure. We, that I had it down at 15 and a half. Yeah. I need to make sure we're not missing anything like some kind of crazy injury for Southern Miss or something that hasn't made the national news or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so Southern Miss um, plus this game 17. wouldn't hit the national news anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's the Independence Bowl. Next up, Pinstripe Bowl. That's the one in Yankee Stadium. So that's yeah, there cool we go. Venue. But I'm sorry to say that this will probably be the worst game to watch: Boston College versus Iowa. Um, Boston College just has a little bit more excitement this year with some with some games, but Iowa's the traditional power eye team. Uh, Boston College is a three-point underdog. Uh, Iowa's favored in this one. Um, probably going to be freezing cold, I imagine. Um, not sure if there's any snow on the on the uh, the track for this one, but um, but yeah, who you who are you taking? Hmm. I mean, I'm taking Iowa for sure. Yeah. Minus two and a half now. Yeah, it's minus two and a half now. Iowa, they've had some really impressive wins this year. Boston College, I mean, they went 7-5 and five in the ACC. I mean, the ACC is very top-heavy this year. I mean, you had Clemson. Yeah. And that's basically it, unless I'm blatantly missing something. Um, no. I mean, USF, they're, they're ACC, right? USF, South Florida, they're in the – South uh, Florida. They're in like the AAC. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point is there's no teams in the ACC besides Clemson. And then Boston College sits right there, right up there with them. Right. Um, they they've they actually – They didn't play Miami this year, so they didn't they didn't face them. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Boston College, they are 8-0 and 1 against the spread in their last <laughs> nine, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But I just think – I was overall the better team. I mean, they spanked Ohio State yeah. earlier this year. I mean, they're they've won some good team, won against some good teams. Uh, they're more impressive, yeah. but really, what I'm smelling is the under. Oh yeah, I was going to say the spread might not be the play here. No, it's definitely the under. Yeah, it's going to be below freezing in Yankee Stadium. There may be 12 people at that game. 
Uh, it's not going to be exciting. I don't think the players are going to be really hyped up for this. But one thing is for sure is that Boston College has had like six out of the last nine and unders. And I think Iowa State's had majority of their games in the unders this year. They're just one of the, the – both of these teams are just not anything flashy. So I don't think any points are going to be scored. It's a 45 total. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the under. I like it. I mean – these teams are kind of hard to bet because you never know what's going to, you know, who's going to show up and if it's going to be a defensive struggle or not. Uh, I like the under. That's probably what I would stick with here in this one. Uh, so, uh, so you're taking Iowa under 45 in uh, Iowa Boston College. Next up is the Foster Farms Bowl. <laughs> Foster Farms Bowl. I'm guessing this one's sponsored by Foster Farms. Um, Arizona versus Purdue. What is that like? A, is that like an ice cream? I don't know. <laughs> it's something, they, they something I've you. seen in a grocery store for sure. They already got you because you're going to go exactly. look it up later. Exactly. Um, so Arizona versus Purdue. Um, looks like the line is pretty much moved to, you know, Arizona minus three across the board. Um, you know, quarterback Tate for Arizona uh, kind of came on at the end of the season. They've had a lot of hype there. Uh, Purdue, you know, decently consistent. Uh Throughout the year, uh, I think they played, uh, went into Vanderbilt and beat them when they were, or no, went to play, beat Missouri at Missouri. Um, other than that, just kind of your your normal wins within the Big Ten Conference. Um, uh, yes, you had some some competitive games with Arizona, but they kind of fell off the fell off the wagon towards the end of the season. So, uh, you know, what's so what's your take in this one? Are you going with the spread? Or are you looking at a total? I was looking at the total, and it's. Interesting to me how it's 65 and a half, which high. is – it's high, but Arizona, man, they've – their defense is atrocious. Yeah. And their offense is really good. So – but Purdue, I mean, they've had a season full of unders. Like, yeah. they've only – They're not even allowing 20 one. points a game. Yeah, they've only had two overs the whole year. Yeah. And it was against Indiana – and Minnesota. Uh-huh. And that's just because they actually had some good points scored. But three and a half, Purdue. I'm rolling with Purdue. Oh, you're going to take them to take take the dog in this one? Yeah, I'm taking the dog. Yeah, I like it. I mean, three, three and a half, it's kind of different across the board. Um, yeah, I like that one. Um uh, the the over is is something that you want to play with just because of Arizona's you know great offense and bad defense, but Purdue has kind of been the complete opposite. Like a game we talked about earlier, the, the, those numbers are just kind of clashing. So you don't want to get too too cute with it. Um, you know, taking taking the dog. I mean, Arizona has done nothing this year to say that they're going to do anything. <laughs> they're not going to play that they're going to play strong at all. So um, you know, even though they might be perceived as the more dangerous team here. So uh, Purdue plus three and a half or three, uh, wherever it is, is a good call. Um, Purdue's eight and four against the spread this year. Hey, you know that's and Arizona's five and six and one. So well, if we're going by that, you know that's yeah. That listen to the numbers. Zona Zona's only covered one out of their last six. So just keep it up. Keep it up. That's those are good. Those are good. Good tidbits. Um, next up's the Texas Bowl. Uh, Texas versus Missouri. So this is a decent little matchup. When you know Texas is in Texas the Texas, is in Texas Bowl. Bowl. Close to home. Um, 
this is a decent little matchup. SEC Big Twelve here, two teams you know that you know aren't aren't uh, Texas has kind of had a fall from glory. Missouri actually had a fall from glory when they moved over to the SEC after the first couple of years here in the past two or three. Um, had a strong finish to the season. Looks like the line is uh, Texas. Actually, Texas plus three. So, um, uh, so what's your what's your call on this one? Man, it's hard not to look at this total and think it's too low. Uh-huh. It's 60 and a half. Wow. We know Missouri can score, <laughs> which, by the way, Missouri, I think, has won six games in a row or at least five games in a row to, to be six. No, they won, they won they six. They were like hot. one and five and won six games in a row, I think. Yeah, they were a joke to start the year. And then, oh, wait, they've won six in a row. Well, here's the thing. They've only played one team that's actually good. Well, they're not even good. They did, they beat all bad teams. Let's be real. I mean, Arkansas, I was going to say, is their best team they've played, yeah. followed by Florida. But yeah, they're they're playing really well. I mean, but they've blown uh, these teams Mizzou, out too. Though they blew Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Florida, UConn. I mean, Idaho. I mean, UConn and Idaho are nothing. But I mean, they've even against you know Kentucky, they put up points. Georgia, they put up twenty eight points. They scored seventy two earlier this year. I think they're just. I think they're just dangerous, like all around. I think, I think they're. Uh, you know, I don't. Tennis, Texas doesn't have, you know, some uh, lock them down defense. So, uh, I don't think. Uh, I think Missouri's probably the call here. Scratch it. We're doing the over six and a half. That's way six too and a half. <laughs> okay. Sixty and a half. It's yeah. way too. Long. Yeah, I like it. Sixty and a half. The, you know, back and forth. Um, if I was was to go with the spread, I think I would take Missouri uh, minus three here. I think just pile on Texas bad season. Tom Herman in his first one going to be a little bit of a little bit of stuff to answer for in that exit 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 press conference this season. So uh, looking looking forward to the future. Go ahead and go ahead. Yeah, go. Oh, really? Take Mizzou plus three, and then the over fifty four and a half. That's sounds like easy I money. I agree. That's yeah, definitely. I would I would definitely suggest that. Um, so yeah, so the the call here in both ways is though Missouri um, going to be a score fest here. So in the Texas Bowl, we're going to take uh, Missouri over sixty and a half, or uh, to cover the three or the minus three. So uh, pick one or pick, pick one both. or pick both. We suggest pick both. Um, next up, we're moving on to Thursday, the 28th. Uh, it is, let's see, the first one up is the Military Bowl. So another uh, another test of your patriotism here. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we know that the last time it didn't work out so well. It, it burned me. Burn you. But, I mean, I was there with you. On the Army call, screwed so. me. Um, uh, Virginia versus Navy. Um, looks like it's uh, Navy, actually, one-and-a-half point favorites here. Um, versus Virginia, who's kind of a you know they did they did upset uh, they did upset Miami this season as their claim to fame. Um, actually, no, they I thought they were the team that upset Matt. That were the week before Miami lost. So excuse me for that misinformation. They were beating Miami for like the for whole first half. Um, so forget what I said there. Um, but yeah, so who you got? Is it Navy minus one and a half uh, here? Taking Navy. No, I'm. I just think Navy's traditionally a better team. They've been in the, they've been in bowl games. They've been in these situations a while. Um, 
Virginia, when was the last time they made a bowl? It hasn't been very often. Did they make a bowl I'm last not year? Sure. It's like Bronco Mendenhall's second season, I think. So, not to say that Virginia's had like a god awful program for the past twenty years, mm-hmm. but it's nothing to dance and shout about. Um, I just like Navy in these in these cold yeah. games, like up in the north. And I'm not going to bet against a uh, a military yeah, school it's again. Proven to not work out for you. <laughs> yeah, so let's just take Navy for. The reasons of give me that triple yeah. option. I mean, I a, a team like Virginia who doesn't have a, a great st- defense statistically, having to prepare for the spread option uh, or for the triple option. Um, they have had several weeks to prepare for it, though. Um, but just don't think they're going to have the talent to where that's going to matter. Um, so yeah, you're taking Navy minus one and a half here. Uh, next up is the Camping World Bowl. Uh, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's the one you've been ball. waiting for. Uh, Virginia Tech and Oklahoma State. So this is a pretty sneaky good matchup. Virginia Tech. It is a sneaky yeah, Virginia good matchup. Tech had a started off pretty high. They were in, I think they were in the top 10 or top 15. And um, uh, they didn't really finish that strong. Um, I had a couple losses there at the end as they got into the deep into the ACC play. Oklahoma State, same way. Um, but Oklahoma State right now looks to be a four. The one I'm looking at at Bavada is a four point favorite, uh, minus four. So what are you uh, what are you thinking here? Are we, are we going with a spread? Or are you taking some kind of over with over, the- over, over, over? Okay. Oklahoma State's on here, man. We got to go okay. over. There you go. What's it? What's it? Was sixty three here? What's, I- that, which, what's the number you're looking at? No, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at 63, and that's I like that a lot just because Oklahoma State, they've had their last five weeks of hit overs. I think every time we bet on the over with Oklahoma State, yeah. we've won, except maybe once. I mean, they obviously have one of the best offenses in the nation, and also they have one of the worst – well, not one of the worst, but they allow a lot of points on defense. Yeah. And Virginia Tech, I mean, they're – they're a pretty they decent average school. Only I mean, giving up fourteen points a game. That's crazy. Their defense must be really good. Well, they held Old Dominion to zero. They held Duke to three. Yeah. They held Virginia they to zero. They I mean, they're not. That's that kind of skews that average. But I mean, it also is a defense stopping you there. So I mean, regardless, uh, I mean, but you, you don't want to put too much stock into that, I guess. Um, uh, with with seeing how bad. Oklahoma State's defense is, it probably will kind of cancel out. I mean, they've allowed 44, 39, 62, yeah. 42, 45. They're, they're allowing a lot of points. So, overall, that's that's my whole thought yeah. of it. It's Oklahoma State in a, Oklahoma in a State's plan that's under 65. And any over-under that's under 65, you know, that's pretty pretty good call. Um, they'll eventually, you know, they'll they'll matriculate their way to sixty three. So, I like that call. So, um, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, mean, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Virginia Tech, and the Camping World Bowl. Going to take Oklahoma State. Uh, we're going to take the the game over a sixty three. Uh, next up's the Holiday Bowl, um, Michigan State versus Washington State. Um, right now, this one's looking pretty even, which I would have to say I would probably take it that way as well. The Bavada line I'm looking at right now has Washington State a one-point underdog. So, you know, maybe this is one that you don't play with the spread, or what are you thinking here? 
Well, when I had this written down a couple of weeks ago, it was Michigan State plus three. It's so the money is actually – the money's flying over to Michigan, so that's why the line keeps moving. And I think by the end of it, Michigan State will be the favorite just because I think Michigan State, they've just been a popular team, at least on covering spreads. And Washington State, they've been kind of – They've been kind of sporadic here over the past couple of weeks. And, you know, I don't know what uh, Mike Leach's bowl record is or how he does in bowls, but they they just got over a terrible loss to Washington. They got they got destroyed, and I think we took Washington State on that, and that kind of burned yeah, me there. I think so. Um, I thought they played a little harder. They started out pretty hot on the, on the coverings, but – I think it's been kind of shaky lately. Plus, you never know what you never know what kind of Michigan State you're going to get, but you know, whenever they play big time matchups or games that matter, they're going to either cover or just flat out win. When you yeah. don't, expect I think this could be a game so. where uh, Washington State just looks flat. I mean, I really do think so. I mean, Michigan State can make teams look like that. I mean, you know, in the past they've beaten teams like Michigan and Ohio State and made them look like they were playing in quicksand. Um, you know, they did that to Penn State this year. Um, did did get blown out by Ohio State, but uh, you know they're nine and three. Uh, both teams are nine and three. Washington State kind of had a fall from grace from the early season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would I think Michigan State here just pedigree and you know uh, history there. I, I would take uh, Mark D'Antoni. Or is it Mike? It's Mark. You sure? Mike. It's Mike. Okay. Well, I'm positive. Okay. So you're. And now Michigan State has a minus one. You're taking them to cover that spread. Or is maybe this some type of tease, or you're throwing it in like a. No, I mean if it's if it's even minus one, whatever. I'm I'm taking. Because that'll be pretty easy for an outright win there. If you're especially if you think they're going to win, you know that won't be too hard of a cover. Yeah, minus one's a push. I mean, if they if they win by yeah, one, obviously yeah, it's a push. But, but yeah, not not don't have to worry about too much it's there. Fair. Um, well, that's gonna be it for this episode. Um, uh, we've got uh, coming up on the next one. We've got the kind of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day uh, games, including the playoff games uh, leading up into the national championship. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll split these up pretty good. Um, uh, make sure to be on the lookout for the next few. But yeah, Mike, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, just remember to put your bets in. Put your bets in. Make some money. We're 11 and 6. Yeah. Go into the new year on top. We're, 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 on, we're above 500 right now. We're trying to finish the season strong. So, all right, guys. Uh, it's been another episode of No Easy Buckets. Thanks. <laughs>